Welcome to The Balance. I am your host, Kelly Rowland, and this is the podcast where we talk about all the things. For those in life who want it all, this podcast is for you. everyone welcome to this episode of the balance today is so freaking cool because i had the true privilege of interviewing heather reinhardt on the very day her book go love yourself was released to stores now i did not realize this until the interview but it was just so amazing to be able to experience this really amazing experience with her. So you guys will see just how amazing the book is and how amazing Heather was. So I want to go ahead and jump into the review of the week. So today is from Elena Marie Brent and it's called Love It. So proud of my sweet friend from afar. She has encouraged me through various seasons of life and I'm so glad to find a podcast that covers the balance of things important to me, faith, family, and fitness. Well, thank you, Elena, so much for that review. These reviews, as you all know, absolutely, absolutely mean the world to me. So thank you for that and taking the time to write that review. And as always, if you guys love the podcast, you've been listening, it means so much if you could leave a review. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about Heather. She is known as the self-love aficionado. Heather really loves herself and she wants you to really love yourself too. She wholeheartedly believes that having self-love supports you during your struggles. She's on a mission to make sure as many people as possible have the proper tools to cultivate self-love. With that in mind, she created her lifestyle brand and products line, Amour de Soy, which includes affirmation candles and self-love jewelry. Heather's debut book, Go Love Yourself, will be released April 23rd. Heather has her fingers in many pies both metaphorically and IRL. She loves pastries. She is an author, speaker, producer, entrepreneur, yogi, and Yerba Mates addict. All right, y'all. Honestly, I don't even know what that last thing is, but what I can tell you, Heather is amazing. We had the opportunity to speak before and after the podcast, and I, you know, I think I have it going on. Like, I know a lot of things about self-love and confidence and being in alignment, but she taught me a lot during this podcast, and I had several many aha moments and breakthroughs, so I know you guys will too, so let's just jump on in to the interview with Heather Reinhardt. Hi, Heather. How are you? Doing really well. How about you? I am great. I am so, so excited to speak with you today. You guys, I have been like a major mix-up on time zones, so I'm just thankful Heather is super flexible and forgiving of all of that, but anyways, I'm excited for you to be on the podcast today. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Okay, so let's just dive in. Can you please share with my listeners a little bit of insight into who you are and what your journey has looked like to get to where you are today? 
Sure thing. Um, my name is Heather Reinhardt, and I'm the self-love aficionado. And that basically means that I have gone down on a very personal and fulfilling path to figure out what self-love means and what it looks like and how to practice it on a daily level. Um, and during my journey, as I got better at, quote unquote, living my best life, I realized that I had to teach other women how to do the same. Um, it just became very obvious to me, the further I went on my journey, that women need this, they need this information so that they can really dive deep and understand who they are and their purpose. And also men as well, but I think yeah. the term self-love is geared more towards women. That's yes. what I find with my audience. <laughs> Um, and then for men, I feel like self-worth is the same equivalent of self-love, but so it's tomato, tomato, right. but, um, yeah, it kind of became my, my mission, um, my soul's purpose to basically tell my story and say, Hey, this is what I did to find self-love. And while you definitely don't have to follow all the steps I took, here's the blueprint. So pick and choose what works for you. That is awesome. And I love how you mentioned that, that women, you know, they, they resonate with that term self-love a whole lot more than men do. Men kind of, even the idea of podcasts at times, they kind of scoff at it like, oh yeah, like we don't need to work on that stuff. And women are so much more open to it because they realize how important it is. So I appreciate people like you who understand that giving and adding value and sharing your message is the most important thing you can do. 100%. It really does feel like it's not even, it is my purpose, but it's not even that. It feels like it's a, it's like a call from God, essentially, yeah. of like, this is what you have to do. You have the knowledge. It's your um, responsibility to share it. Absolutely. And I heard this saying the other day, and it made me think of it, that like, like yourself and myself, I'm not in the motivational arena. I'm in the transformational arena arena like I don't want to just motivate women I want them to dig in and truly transform their life for the better agreed 100% okay so obviously today we're going to hit really hard on self-love so can you just tell us what inspired you to write your book about self-love and just tell us all about the book because I'm super excited to hear my book is out today yay go love yourself ah congrats um, thank you <laughs> on words for a, a not nice sentence, but um, <laughs> I thought that because so many of us live in a world where we're not necessarily in control of what's happening and what's going on, I really wanted to, to catch that dichotomy of you're either living a life that has kind of been laid out for you, or you're living a life that you've made all of the choices, you understand what you're doing. And if you're kind of in between those worlds, I wanted to pinpoint these are the choices you can make to really understand who you are and dictate your own life. I mean, yeah, this beautiful life and it's up to us on how we spend our 24 hours each day. We're all gifted the same 24 hours. And some of us seem to really understand that and go for it. And others of us seem to struggle. And I have been in both positions. So I come from a place of speaking um, from having been just really depressed and not understanding the purpose of my life or the reason why I'm here. Uh, I was also really overweight. I've lost 60 pounds in the last 10 years. Wow. Uh, not all at once. It's, it was, you know, a chunk of 20 pounds here, a chunk of 20 pounds there. <laughs> yeah. um, so I really have lived 
on both sides. And I can tell you that the self-love side is so much more fulfilling mm-hmm. and so much more driven and purposeful. And I've always been a journaler. That mm-hmm. has been something that's been in me from my from my formative years. So I've never really called myself a writer until a friend of mine one day said about six or seven years ago when they saw me journaling, like, oh, you know you're a writer, right? And that just totally transformed my life because I've never looked at it from that point of view. Yeah. And then from there, I started doing some blog pieces. I got some pieces up on Huffington Post that were, you know, blasted off into the social media trending world, which was amazing and totally unexpected. And the further I got on my self-love journey, when it dawned on me, it was my responsibility and duty to share. The easiest thing for me to think of to do that was to write a book about it. So here we are (laughs) on the day of publishing. That I is wrote amazing. a book about my journey, and I share the tips and tools that worked for me. And I just want to hit on several things there and unpack that, because you said so many great points. Um, the first being how you realized you were on both sides. And I feel so often that women look at other women who say are confident or who are who really love themselves. And at times they think, well, they don't understand what it's like to feel this way. But like you said, you almost had to go to the other side and take ownership of all the things you were feeling and take ownership of all the things that you could change and were in control of to say, you know what, this is my life and I can change this if I want to. And I can feel a certain way about myself and and my life and that it's a choice at the end of the day exactly everything is a choice um, especially when you acknowledge that your thoughts are all on you no one Mm -hmm. else is in charge of thinking the thoughts that you think that is a hundred million percent all on you and I think when you grasp that and then you start to work with acknowledging like oh hey that thought I just had wasn't a positive one it was negative Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really serve me when you when you're able to catch those you're able to transform them and that's something that I really wanted women to understand was that you're in control you're in full control Mm -hmm. of how you respond and how you think yes absolutely that's that's the secret to life you guys (laughs) and it's a practice you know like I always tell my listeners, you know, I don't like everything I find inside myself, but it's so necessary to acknowledge what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking. And and, because then that's the only way you're going to change it and to change those patterns. So the other thing I really want to unpack there is how you said that you didn't even think of yourself as a writer. And one of your friends like told you, you know, hey, you're a writer. And I just imagine like going back those six or seven years, what if you had just been like, you know what? No, I'm not a writer. I just can't see myself doing that. And you didn't go for it. So I just want to say like bravo to you for doing that because I feel like most of us don't take that step. And I know you said you're pleasantly surprised about your blog post taking off, but I just, I I mean, can you imagine if you hadn't like taken a leap of faith and listened to the advice of your friend and just went for it? The other thing that I want to unpack is that how your friend like told you like, hey, you are really, you're a writer. And so often, you know, I feel like we ignore those little pulls or those little hints or the universe saying, hey, this is what you need to do because we hang on to limiting beliefs. So I just want to like talk about that a little bit more of saying, 
you know, you went with your gut and you went on faith and yeah, you were surprised by your blog post going off, but now six or seven years later, you've wrote this book and have this amazing journey to share. So can you just talk about that a little bit more and kind of what that process was like for you? Yeah. Um, I just always had an amazing amount of gumption. And <laughs> I love that. I love that word. Kid, it got me in trouble because I would do things I wasn't supposed to do or, you know, overstep my boundaries. But as an adult, it has really served me because I haven't let fear get in my way. Now, granted, I've had moments of like, oh my gosh, can I really handle this? Am I really need for this? But right. those are moments. And you just have to let those moments pass by and then acknowledge, hey, I can do this. Um, and then when I started writing, I got high from it. There was this connection to this beautiful energy that I was experiencing. And I, it, it was like, oh, this is what your purpose is. This is how you know what your purpose is because you feel just divinely high. Yes. So when I acknowledged that, there was no way that I could not go for that. That's an a drug addiction, but in a good way. Yeah. And I, um, one of the podcast people I listen to is Amanda, um, Bolin. And she always says that, you know, action creates clarity. And for you, that's what happened. You just started acting and then it was like, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I need to be doing. So it was just like the universe and God just saying, yes, like you're going after it. And, you know, it was your reward for going after it to just love what you were doing and know it was the right thing. Totally. And bonus perk. It helps people. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I do it because it gets me high and it also helps people. <laughs> yes, and I, I don't, you know, that's my big thing lately is just knowing that what if we withheld our message and what if I didn't have this podcast and what if you didn't write this book and these messages do reach people and like I always say, there's power in just one, like just helping one person is an amazing feeling, but knowing you're going to reach the masses, it just has got to be just this most, I know you're elated today, like to know your book has hit the shelves and that people are going to get their hands on it because you know the value it's going to bring and how it can change someone's life. It's so wild. A friend of mine uh, reached out to me a couple hours ago asking, you know, how do you feel? You're now a published author. And I was like, you know what? It kind of feels like my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have all these comments on my Facebook and my Instagram. And I've I've gotten at least, I don't know, probably 50 calls and texts from different friends and mentors. And it's just been a birthday, thankfully. So it does feel good. And I think there's something to be said about if you have an idea, you just have to work on it every single day. And eventually mm-hmm. you hit that finish line. And I've, yes. I've hit the finish line of publishing. Now I have a whole other year in front of me of doing press and getting the word mm-hmm. out there. But <laughs> I have hit a major finish line of like, wow, my idea is now in a tangible physical book. How yeah. crazy is that? It's so and crazy. Can anybody else can. Yeah. I'm just, I'm pretty basic. I'm pretty like normal like everybody no, else. But- I just created a strict discipline to go after my dreams. And I love that you said that. And to your very last point, as you're talking, I have literal chills because I'm so, I don't even know you, right? But I'm so excited for you. And I can see myself in you to say, if Heather did this, I can do this too. And you're going to empower other women to do the same freaking thing, which is just such a cool feeling. So Thank you for like letting me share this moment with you because it really, it helps me see what's possible. 
Totally. I talk about um, in the book how when I first moved to LA, I I was trying to figure it out on all, and I it was a, it was a hit or a miss. You know, each day was, am I going to get a job? What's yeah. going to happen? There was one point where I had eight dollars left in my bank account and no clue how I was going to get through to the next month's rent, and. I took a chance taking a meeting with a producer. I spent seven of the $8 on a fancy schmancy latte uh-huh. and signed a contract with him the next day for my next four uh-huh. months of work on a project. And it just goes to show you that even in those moments where you've only got $8 left and you're really down on yourself, yeah, you can get through it. Yes. I, and that's a good lesson. Um, I don't know if you listen to Tony Robbins, but I listened to an interview with him and he was sharing his yeah. personal story, which is so similar to that. He had no money left and he decided to to just give and to live in abundance to say, I'm not going to live in fear and I'm not going to live in scarcity. And, you know, I mean, that had to be kind of terrifying to spend your last basically money on a latte, but you knew what could come from it and you decided to go for it anyway. So that is an amazing testimony to have. Yeah, it felt pretty scary, but at the same time, it was like, well, this is a meeting that I need to have. It's a producer that works a lot. If I get in on his good side, then I'm a working assistant producer. And that is exactly what that did. And now look, I mean, that's that's such a cool story. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I want to talk about self-love a little bit. So what are three powerful tips that you can give my listeners who struggle with self-love? How can they start changing the negative patterns and hurtful narratives that we so often say to ourselves? That involves the mindfulness of your thoughts, 100%. You have to be so cautious of how you treat yourself. It starts in the power of the mind, but then it also branches out to, are you feeding yourself well, or are you binging, or are you not eating enough? Um, Are you exercising? Are you taking care of your physical needs and your body? And then it branches out to, what does your home space look like? Do you live in a a place where you feel comfortable? Um, Do you nourish yourself with luscious things for me it's baths and fancy Mm -hmm. pillows because that's just where I feel comfortable (laughs) and I think a lot of women would probably agree and candles which I've also started Mm. Um, but really when you start the process of self-love it does start in the mind but it branches out to every single aspect of your life and as far as getting mindful in your thoughts you basically just have to acknowledge hey that's not a good thought I just had I'm going to let it slide. It's going to just let it melt off of me. Let's counteract it with a positive thought. So an example of that, when I was in the process of losing my first 20 pounds, because um, I was a, I was 205 pounds at my highest. Okay. And I, I had moments where I was really hard on myself, but then yet I would still go get fried chicken at 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. Yeah. Like I was not... Obviously, I didn't care that much about my weight because I was still doing actions that didn't do anything to help me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had to kind of shift my brain power around of, hey, if if I say I want to lose weight, then I actually need to act upon losing weight. And that took a while. That did not happen overnight. But when I, after I lost the first 20 pounds or so, 
and I, I think it was around my birthday. Yeah. Cause someone had given me a birthday cake and I thought <laughs> I can't eat any of this because I, I'll gain back all 20 pounds. Okay. Newsflash. You're not going to gain 20 pounds from eating a birthday cake. Like that's just not going to happen. Right. But my thought process was so scared of going back to where I'd come from. Mm-hmm. And I had to acknowledge that, Hey, it's okay. I don't have to be so hard on myself. I've already come really far and I'm going to keep going. This piece of cake is going to be fine. So it's really about finding those moments where you're hard on yourself and giving yourself a little self-compassion pat on the back of, hey, it's just a journey. We're going yeah. along one step at a time. This is okay. That's such a great point. And I, I know that people get caught up in that. I went live in my Facebook group the other day about meal prepping and eating healthy for life because a lot of people ask me. And the biggest message I wanted to share is that please, like, Stop creating crazy rules for yourself and crazy strict guidelines because I, we make it so hard. Like you said, like, oh, I can't ever have cake again, that we almost set ourselves up for failure. And that, that can be, you can apply that to every part of your life. So I love that you say that there are going to be times where you slip or there are going to be times where you maybe go not in the direction that you wanted, but it's a journey and we're never going to be perfect. But like you said, just keep going, just keep practicing. And overall, eventually you'll be making the decisions that align with whoever you want to be and whatever it is you want to do. Exactly. Such a great point. Okay. So just my last kind of big question. Um, obviously we've talked about this a lot, but this is, I just think important to put like an actionable thing onto it, but why is self-love so important and how can it change people's lives when they begin to make it a daily part of their life, loving themselves? I have two answers for this. One is more of a personal answer and one is more of a global answer. Okay. Personal answer is when you love yourself, you really get to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that we should all honor ourselves <sighs> enough to dig deep to figure out who am I? What is it that I want to do with my life? What is it that makes me happy? What are the things that I don't like so that I can not do those things? And, you know, if you're in a position where you're at a job you don't like or you're in a relationship you're trying to get out of, Acknowledge that that stuff can take time to maneuver out, but as long as you're taking a step a day to move forward, you're still moving. So don't get all caught up in, oh, I've got to get out of this right now. Well, take your time because life moves and shifts as Mm -hmm. it will. Um, But yeah, I think self-love is really important because you actually get to know who you are. And I think so many people walk around not knowing who they are and they have this identity that was either given to them by society or their social conditioning from growing up and cultural conditioning. And they kind of take that on without any thought of, do I even want to take this on? Right. Yes. Self-love gives you the opportunity to really look deep and say, this is how I want to live my life. And the more global answer is I truly believe that when you love yourself, you stop judging yourself. And when you stop judging yourself, you stop judging others. Mm, so, so good. Or self-love becomes the cure to much of our world's issues. Yeah, that is so true. That was actually my devotional today. Um, it was just about, you know, um, in Corinthians how, you know, like love is kind and all these things. But it's it's more about just like loving each other. It's that everything we do is out of love and you're so right. It has to start with you 
And, you know, you actually just helped me have a really massive breakthrough because I agree with everything you said about like getting to know yourself, but I feel like people come at it from a, so often a negative point. Like I need to lose weight because of this, or I need to make money because of this. And it's almost fear-based and it's just, that's so, so sad. So I love that point you make. And I, I think when people hear that, that is going to hit them so hard because I always say you can't truly be happy if you don't even know who you are. And to just take it a step further, like you said, if you don't love yourself, you're not even going to really know who you are. So thank you for sharing that. That is such a great message. And I realized I skipped a question and I don't want to miss it because I've, this is a big one. Um, so I'm going to jump back to it. So as women, I feel as though there can be shame around being a confident and powerful woman who loves herself. So what would you say to a woman who feels that way? You know, I think that women can often feel that way because we're afraid that we're not going to get a man. Hmm, okay. Uh, I think what society has kind of ingrained in us and that's BS because an actual man is totally in love with the idea of a woman who is empowered Mm -hmm. little boys maybe not so much (laughs) yeah guys yeah they probably don't want an empowered woman but a man a man wants an empowered woman so I think the sooner that women realize that the sooner they can step into their own greatness and you also, in the, in the self-love journey, you also have to get to the point where you don't care what other people think of you. Mm-hmm. You have to make choices that serve you and work for your life. So true. That has been my big message lately. I actually have a course called Brazen and Brave. And it's honestly, to me, when you love yourself and when you are doing things that are aligned with you and you don't care what people think, it is the most freeing feeling in the world like it's just this high that you get on and it's just pure elation to know that you are true to your heart and I always say that like your conversations you have with God and what you know is in your heart is so personal and people aren't going to understand all the time and that's just okay totally okay no one has to know your deep inner thoughts only what I call my, my angels. <laughs> I yeah. talk to my angels. Yeah. Now. Gosh, I love but, that. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm a bigger, I, I have a big belief in a, in a higher power, whether you want to call it God, universe, angels, whatever. I truly believe that it's not just us. There's something bigger at play here. And I think when you have a faith based, um, understanding of the world, you're able to, to come at it with, oh, this, there's a reason for everything. And we don't know the reason until later on, or maybe not even until we die. But yeah, that having a faith-based understanding of the world makes it easier to love oneself. It really does. Because just like you said, that's actually, I want to write a book as well. And I want to call it Revealed because when we go through life, so much of the time we want answers We want answers for why things happen. And the honest truth is a lot of the times we don't get it. We may get it later or like you said, we may never know. But if we can just come to terms with who we are and just be grateful where we are and just have that faith, like you said, life is so much easier to go through. Trust in the universe. Yes. That's what you got to have at the end of the day to get anything accomplished. 
Well, Heather, I have absolutely loved talking to you. I cannot wait to go buy your book. So please tell myself and my listeners where we can go to connect with you and get your book, Love Yourself. Go Or Go Love Yourself. Go Love Yourself is now available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. Apparently, Walmart has an ebook platform that I was just informed about. Ooh, it's on there. Cool. <laughs> it's also on Indigo and Kobo. Um, and my socials are at Heather Reinhardt. And actually, the R in Heather carries on with the R in Reinhardt. Okay. Um, so it's H-E-A-T-H-E-R-E-I-N-H-A-R-D-T. <laughs> Sounds like a little jingle, like a little song. <laughs> it's become, like, I know how to, like, sing it now. It's become right? my thing. That's um, awesome. My site is heather-reinhardt.com, and I've also got my book up there. I've got my affirmation candle line and my self-love jewelry Ooh, line as well. I need to check that out because I have a candle going, and I'm so big in candles. So, And I love affirmations. They're so powerful. I, Decided that I wanted to bring a physical, tangible product to the market that was really something you could have as a self-love tool. And yeah. something that I talked about in the book is how 10 years ago when I was first starting my self-love journey, I used to light affirmation candles. And they were totally the hippy-dippy kind. <laughs> um, they had crystals in them. And oh, I yeah. But I wanted to create something that was a little bit more bougie and would mm-hmm. hit a broader audience. So I thought, well, I'm going to create an affirmation candle line that brings your intentions and your affirmations and your manifestations to the physical moment. That is powerful. That is so good. And good for you, like, for for like actually making that happen. Because I'm sure when you're first thinking about it, you're like, how in the world am I going to do this? But if you just keep at it, it just becomes so clear. And I will definitely look into that. It's it's that entrepreneurial ship in me yes. where it's like, I'm, no one else is going to do this. So yeah. this is my responsibility. Here yeah. we go. And that's a good point, too, because once you get in that mindset and allow your brain, allow your mindset to be more open, to be more free and to stop like you said, the societal conditioning and really start taking action, how many amazing ideas come to mind when you just allow yourself to be in that state? Totally. And start a business, you don't even realize how much money goes into it just from like the legal part and setting up the corporation and and all of those things. And, you know, each time a bill comes for something that's related to the company that I've started, I have to like put on this smile and say, I wanted this. This is what I'm creating. I have to have gratitude for paying this bill, even though there's moments where I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to support all this? (laughs) Because this is crazy. But again, trust. It comes down to trust. And all about perspective and trust. So That is a great way to end this because that's going to hit people too. So Heather, again, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to download your book and I'm definitely going to tag you when I get it and just share it with the world. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Balance. For more information about me or to receive your free goal-setting guide,